When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everyone is voting for Jack Cause he's got what all the rest lack Everyone wants to back Jack Jack is on the right track Cause he's got Hey guys, welcome back to the Kennedy Dynasty Podcast. I'm your host, Allison. I hope y'all are doing well. I kind of been releasing episodes in like two-week increments this last while. Mostly because it's summer... Maybe because I'm lazy. I don't know. But I'm going to try to be better about being on time every two weeks. Um, Yeah, that's something I really want to focus on so that you guys have a definite time of knowing when episodes are going to come out and be prepared for that. Know when to refresh your podcast apps. Also, I'm, I'm challenging myself this week, so bear with me. I'm going to try to not edit this podcast at all. What this means is... I may sound like an absolute idiot a few times during this podcast. And if that happens, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to see what it's like to not edit even a little bit. I normally go back and listen to the whole thing and like edit if I say ums or buts sometimes. But this is going to be full of ums and buts and I'm embracing it. And I hope y'all will stick with me and download the next one. Also, on top of all those things that I just listed... I'm by myself today, so I'm literally talking to myself in my bonus room about Jackie, Ethel, and Joan and their relationships. So, this may be literally a disaster, or maybe it'll be some kind of wonderful stream of consciousness that it'll need to be a normal thing where I don't edit. So, anyway, just bear with me. I'm going to see how, how it turns out, and we will, you know, see what happens. Also, I put out a poll on Instagram today asking you guys if you wanted to maybe see my face and do some Instagram lives where we chat and ask questions and everything. Because I feel like there's quite a few of you that if you follow me on Instagram, like I know your faces now and like correspond back and forth with you and have fun like chatting and catching up and whatever about different Kennedy facts and stuff. So it's gotten to a point now that I'm kind of like, I want to have a moment where we're all together like in one space and chatting and You know, I won't be able to see you, but you can see me and then you can ask questions and kind of familiarize ourselves with each other, I guess. I don't know. Um, I think it'd be fun. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. But I don't want to get on and it'd only be like two people watching. I would rather get on and it'd be like a planned thing where there's actually people watching it at that time. So if I decide to do that, so far the poll is definitely leaning with a yes. I got one no, which actually made me laugh because I don't know. I thought it was funny, but. At least he was honest. Um, But if I'm going to do that, then I will uh, let you guys know. I think I might do it this next week just for fun. Just for the hell of it. Um, Okay, so I'm going to get started, I guess. The reason I came up with this topic is because I watched, which I have no idea why I didn't already see this movie. I mean, literally, I open up my Fire TV or my Apple TV, depending on what room I am in. And I say Kennedy's into it and literally scroll, scroll, scroll pages and try to find documentaries I haven't watched. Like, yeah, I sound, I'm, 
sound pathetic, but that's fine. Uh, anyway, so I do that normally, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the women of Camelot, Jackie, Joan, and Ethel came up, and I knew it was a book, and everybody's like said for me to read it. I have not read it yet. But I was like, oh my gosh, a movie I have not seen, and I had to give it a shot, so I did. So it inspired this podcast. The movie was semi-atrocious, to be honest, and semi-not really historically accurate in probably moments that weren't that important. Like, I noticed in the intro, like, uh, uh, Joseph P. finds out that uh, Kennedy won the election, like, not in the middle of the night and, like, just during the daytime as the family's all together in Hansport, and that didn't happen. It was, like, literally late at night when the polls released and stuff and then also clint hill in the movie meets uh jackie for the first time on the beach that didn't happen it was in her house on georgetown avenue so anyway it's little nitpicky things that i probably honestly shouldn't even know the facts about like my husband was, was watching it with me and was like oh my god you know so much it's actually a little crazy and it really is um kind of makes watching subpar movies not enjoyable to know the little nitpicky things but anyway i digress i watched it it was entertaining the Jackie looked pretty spot on, in my own opinion. So did the Joan and the Ethel, honestly. Um, and it did give me some insight into their relationship dynamics to each other. I already knew some things, especially about Ethel and Jackie, that I've picked up on over the years and read about. But it was kind of cool to see a deep dive into Joan a little bit more. Because um, I really only knew she wrestled with addiction and kind of knew her around the Chappaquiddick time, but not really past that. So it, it was interesting. Anyway, so movie starts... Uh, it starts out by learning that Jack won the election, blah, blah, blah. But something I thought was interesting between Jackie and Ethel that I really didn't know, and I did research it afterward to make sure it was historically accurate, because I was like, as I said, there were moments that weren't. But this was actually true, and I did not know it, shockingly. Um, they met for the first time at a St. Patrick's Day party that Ethel threw at um, Hickory Hill, and... Uh, Jackie came as Jack's girlfriend at the time. Like I said, they had not met. Ethel kind of had a little bit, it seems like, from different um, accounts. She had a little bit of jealousy towards Jackie, uh, which I don't know how anyone, unless you were just so incredibly secure in yourself, could be in the room with Jackie Kennedy and not be a little insecure, because I would be, but you know. Um, so Ethel kind of had a little bit of that. All the guys thought she was such a babe and all the stuff, and... Um, Obviously, she had it all together, knew 50 million languages. Like, I mean, it's just like she was like an alien, like out of this world. Good. So Ethel kind of had a little bit of like not really loving every aspect of that um, to begin with. But anyway, they're at the St. Patrick's Day party and she requested everyone wear black. And Ethel came out in this very, for lack of a better term, gaudy green emerald dress. Jackie thought it was ridiculous. Um, she never thought Ethel had any style. Um, so Ethel comes down and then Jackie, they meet, didn't really get off on a good foot. And then Jackie faked a headache and left. So not the best way to meet your future sister-in-law in my own opinion, but that's how they met. So not too great. They seem to get past it. Um, Ethel throughout their entire relationship threw digs and I've read multiple accounts of this. Like she would just throw some digs at Jackie to make her feel like crap. And I don't know. I don't hate that about Ethel. I don't think that she was trying to be mean all the time. I think that she's just a very strong, very bold woman. And I find myself to be that way. I'm not mean. Like, I would never try to hurt somebody's feelings. But 
I find myself to be very um, honest and dry and sarcastic. So I almost relate with Ethel in that way. I think that she definitely had that um, persona. And like uh, there was this one part of the movie that I've read about this a million times where Ethel like makes fun of Jackie si- the size of her feet because Jackie wanted to be a ballerina. And she says, you literally have boats for feet. Like stuff like that. It's so mean. Sounds fun to recollect. But it was just Ethel being Ethel in the like witty kind of funny way that she was um but sometimes you know after we've all had it like friends that pick and pick and pick and then after a while you're like okay shut up so Jackie kind of got that way with Ethel where after a while of her just continuing to like grind on her nerves uh Jackie was like enough like you're driving me nuts so they kind of had that kind of seems almost close like real sister banter of like going back and forth and being able to get over it really quickly Joan let me introduce her into the story she, um, I think she was the last to marry one of the brothers. So she and Teddy got married after Ethel and Bobby and um, Jackie and Jack. She was fairly timid, um, kind of lacked confidence in herself, even though she was beautiful and had a wonderful personality and everything. She just didn't really um, command the spotlight. She didn't really want that in her life too much. And she was timid of it. Uh, she, throughout her life, and I've read this from multiple sources, definitely leaned on Jackie for advice, counsel, and a shoulder to cry on. Um, she would call her, you know, in times that she felt like she needed to confide in what it was like to be a Kennedy wife, which was one that was literally, you know, cheated on and had busy husbands and never saw them and you know the Kennedy men just had this way about them that wasn't necessarily the most nurturing um, marriage to be in and I think Joan was a little blindsided by that more so than the other wives Um, the other two I feel like really knew what they were getting into and I think Joan had a true um, almost naive love for Teddy that sounds bad to say but you guys know what I mean Um, where she I, I guess she didn't think that the transgressions would follow through the bloodline to Ted. And she was a little taken um, off guard by that. So um, she and Jackie had a very good relationship. And she had a good relationship with Ethel as well. Um, Ethel, though, um, had probably a little more so of a hard time with Joan because she's so strong and, like, pull yourself up by your bootstrap strong. And uh, Joan kind of needed that nurturing side, which I think Jackie had both of she had the nurture and she had the strength um so I think that she and Joan were definitely closer than um Joan and Ethel and I also think that they shared a better sister bond than um Jackie and Ethel did to each other as well um until obviously their husbands were assassinated that had to have bonded them in some form or fashion just from understanding each other so anyway um they Went through, obviously, the assassination. Um, Ethel offered for Jackie to live with her, tried to reach out to her and be good to her, and Jackie needed to be alone, did not want to live at what was literally a zoo, um, at Bobby and Ethel's house. They literally had a zoo of animals that were allowed inside of their house at all times. That would drive me absolutely insane, but to some people, that's like heaven, so... Anyway, I'm not a huge animal person, so that would make me crazy. I wouldn't want to live with that either, but they, you know, whatever. Um, If you have a zoo, I I commend you. That's great. 
But Bobby and Ethel um, had a million kids, too. And <laughs> Jackie's trying to, you know, cope and grieve and everything. And Ethel got her feelings very hurt by Jackie turning down um, the offer to come stay at her house after the assassination. But they got over it as they did everything. Um, and then on to Aristotle, Onassis. Joan, Joan didn't have as much of a part in this part as uh, Ethel and Jackie had back and forth to each other. But um, Ethel and Jackie did not agree on Aristotle at all. Which is, this is interesting to me. I'm going to dive into my own conspiracy theories, I guess, here. I pretty positive as i've stated in the last uh i don't know a few episodes back i'm pretty positive that um jackie and bobby had an affair as most people are if you read anything i mean it's pretty obvious so you would think that ethel would be like yeah go marry aristotle so you're not or go be with him or whatever so you're not around my husband but she wasn't she didn't love aristotle um and as i stated before too in a previous podcast Jackie kind of toyed with Bobby and Aristotle back and forth for years. Um, so I guess it was during that time, obviously, that Ethel would be like, why are you with him? Um, and then Bobby's assassination happened. And then after that is when Jackie did marry Aristotle. And Ethel, of course, still didn't support it at that time because she just thought that Jackie was to be always a Kennedy. Um, Ethel never remarried, never tried to. She was tried and true to the Kennedy clan and didn't think anything different. Um, Joan as well, actually. As far as I know, she may have remarried in the late 2000s. I'm not 100% sure. Anyway, up until like 2000, I know because it said it in the credits and I did research this, but I did not look to see if she's married now. I don't think she has. I don't know. Uh, but she, up until like the early 2000s, she still was not remarried to anybody um, after her and Ted's divorce. So, um they were just Kennedy women through and through, and Jackie was kind of quick to move on, and not really in normal terms. I mean, it had been five years since uh, Jack's death, but um, she was ready to get out. She didn't want to be a Kennedy anymore. She didn't. She once was quoted saying, and I might butcher this quote, I don't mean to, but she basically said, um, someone said, but you're held on such a high standard and such a pedestal, and Jackie said, it's very lonely and cold up on this pedestal. Like, she did not enjoy it. As we all know, she did not enjoy the spotlight whatsoever. She needed to get out and have her kids safe and everything. So she went for it. She went with Aristotle and didn't um, listen to Ethel in that way or the rest of the Kennedy family or the rest of America, really. Uh, so let's switch over to Joan now. Sorry, I might be going too fast. I don't know. But anyway, uh, Joan at the time, she was suffering from, she had a few miscarriages. She was going through a really dark, depressing time in her life. Um, mostly I would say because Ted was probably a really hard husband to have, uh, difficult to live with and everything. And she was also battling, um, alcoholism. So she was really having a tough go at it, but she, um, started helping Ted campaign for the Senate and she killed it. I mean, she did great. Like, she was such a bold, wonderful personality out in the spotlight. Like, they did not think that she would be so good. And she didn't think that she would be either. But they ended up saying that she was their secret weapon, much like they had referred to Jackie as their secret weapon as well back um, when she was helping Jack campaign. So, Joan turned out to be really good for Ted. Um, she sometimes would kind of say things she wasn't supposed to one time she referenced that jack had a bad back 
things that they tried to keep out of the media. Um, but all in all, she did a really good job campaigning for, for Ted for the Senate. She, as I stated before, was self-conscious about it and stuff. But yeah, I mean, she, she just knocked it out of the park. So um, let's speed up a little bit to Bobby's assassination. I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm jumping all over the map. But hopefully you guys are able to follow me. I don't know. I don't have anyone here to banter back and forth with. So it makes it kind of hard to stay on task. But bear with me. I'm doing my best. I'm not editing it. I will not. So let's fast forward to the assassination or rewind or whatever is next <laughs> that I should be doing. Um, uh, afterward, Chappaquiddick happened, obviously. We all know that story. If you're listening to this podcast, you're bound to know it. If you don't, then I will actually be highlighting and researching and deep diving into that with my next episode. So I hope you'll tune into that one. Um, but Joan, after that, I think had an incredibly hard time trusting Teddy, which who wouldn't in the world? Seriously. She, um, really was drinking too much. They were kind of separated. Um, a lot happened later on down the line. They're kind of, you know, they weren't really close or together or much anything, but later on down the line, he tried to campaign to run for president. And that round, when Joan would chime in and hold his hand and try to be there for him and whatever, even though she didn't really feel like she wanted to be there, you know, she was kind of talked into it because she was Kennedy wife and they needed her to look, make him look good and everything. Um, she, in a few interviews, really botched it for him. She said quite a few things, I don't know, just kind of backpedaled and would kind of step over her words she just didn't make him look very good which is unfortunate but she didn't um of course how could you after all that whole thing i mean god i mean what she was working with how can you blame her and then also teddy after that really messed it up for himself too because he did an interview where he couldn't even answer the question why do you want to be president like it was just not gonna work out for him uh during that time period so that fell off they got a divorce the rest is history. Um, she remained close to Jackie forever until Jackie's death in 94. Um, they were very close. They always confided in one another and had each other's backs, which I just think is so sweet. And, you know, Ethel did too, which I think, especially if Bobby really was with Jackie, how on earth could you, you know, stick around? I, I don't know. The Kennedys had a really weird, like, sexual dynamic as far as, like, cheating and being okay with it and still being able to be in the same room with everybody like I don't get that but you know I don't even know how they did that but whatever so Ethel was fine with it kind of excused the behavior I suppose and got over it especially after the, after the assassination um Jackie was the one that actually pulled the plug on Bobby and told the doctors that it was okay um for them to take him off life support Ethel asked her to make that call because she just couldn't do it so they still had this incredible bond, even though, you know, things went cray for a while. So that's, I just don't understand it, but whatever. Um, so I'm glad they did have the bond, though. And Ethel stayed very close to Jackie until her death as well. Um, and, of course, Ethel is still alive and Joan is still alive, too. So um, they're all just so unique in and of themselves. And there's something so beautiful and strong and... Um, interesting that they brought to the Kennedy family each one of them you know Jackie was this just ray of elegance and class and wit and beauty and 
I mean, just was the perfect first lady and presidential wife and honestly family member and mother to her children as well. Ethel was strong and funny and tough and had a freaking zoo in her house and would play touch football and just would say all the things and have everybody laughing and stuff. And she brought that part to the family that was so fun and entertaining and lively and somebody that you would just want in the room at all times. Um, Joan was gorgeous and, you know, was just strong in her own right, but had this, this tender and very nurturing side to her, even amidst her struggle. Um, she brought a real elegance in and of herself to the family that I think was so, you know, beautiful too. So I just think that the three of them together were dynamite, especially during, um, the time that they were in the White House and a little bit beyond, the basically the 60s, you know. Um, together, they really did make up such a interesting part of the Kennedy family. So I just wanted to touch on that after I had watched that movie. Again, don't really recommend the movie if you want to watch a good movie, but if you like the Kennedys and you don't really care if it's good quality or not, go for it. Just watch it. It, it, was, it was entertaining. It's a two-part thing. I actually paid for it. I had to buy it <laughs> to do it. Jeff walked in the room and I was like, okay, I did it. And I just bought it. And he was like, oh, great. I got to sit and watch this for three hours or whatever. But it was entertaining because I do love the Kennedys. And, you know, he does too. And he can say what he wants. But he liked it. So it's fine. Um, next time I will talk about Chappaquiddick. I'm actually really excited about this one because I'm going to... I've never really done a deep dive into research about it. I've watched the movie... And seen it here and there on different interviews and things, of course, or um, documentaries and stuff. So, of course, I know the story, but I'm going to really dive into it and talk about it. Um, so I think it'll be a, a pretty entertaining episode. And I hope you'll join me. If you're not already following me on Instagram, go follow me. It's at K-E-N-N-E-D-Y-D-Y-N-A-S-T-Y. And I put out really good pictures on there, if I do say so myself quotes dates locations all the things on the kennedys um check out my shop if you haven't yet it's in the link on my instagram bio um really cool designs and t-shirts and sweatshirts and all kinds of different things i have a background in marketing and graphic design i would love for you to check them out and uh, order some that would be great especially during this pandemic i could use some of those orders so um i guess that's all i've got I'm really not going to edit this, guys. So you really got to hear my full stream of consciousness, all the if, ands, buts, and likes, and everything between. So I hope you still like me after this. And if you don't, enjoy your next podcast. <laughs> so I'm going to do a live this week. I've decided in this last little while. Yeah, I'm for sure going to do it. I will let you guys know when that will be. I will post about it. So hopefully you will mark your calendar and tune in, and we will just have a great old conversation about the Kennedys. So I will see you guys next time and I won't see you next time. This is one of those things I would have edited. I will talk to you next time. Forgive me. I'm so sorry. I, man, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to edit it. Okay. That's all I have. Goodbye. Come on and vote for Kennedy. Vote for Kennedy. Keep America strong. Kennedy.
I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts.